views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Whoa. What do I want to say? I do. I want to say like, whoa, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. And we are so thrilled. Thank you for uh, tuning in, turning us on and doing what you do so very well. Uh, best listeners on the planet, as I like to say, Mr. Benny. And I will say hi to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. B. Howdy, Pat. Doing very, very well. And yourself? Uh, yeah, pretty good here hanging out. Uh, another beautiful day in the Pacific Northwest. And by the way, another beautiful day over at the studios at WBLQ. I actually called in to Dr. Jen Reister's show today um, because, first of all, her guest um, uh, was very ill and couldn't make it to the show. And we, we radio hosts, we love when that happens, right, Benny? <laughs> you got it. Yeah, we do. That's the time for us to truly impro- improvise and see if we actually have anything really interesting to say. I'm going to say that Dr. Jen did have a few things interesting to say. Uh, And that's why, you know, we love doing what we we love doing. You know, I'm so thrilled that I get to chat with so many people. You know, we were looking at, you know, when did I first start doing this? How long ago was it? It was actually September of 2003. And, you know, then when we started to look at, well, okay, what does that really look like? We went to six times a week in um, 2004 and so forth and so on, have been up to almost 18 times a week at some points in an 11-year journey doing this. And one of the things I loved is when somebody asked me the question, aren't you tired of this? You know, don't you, how do you even find anything interesting to talk about? And so here's what I said. It's, it's really not about me. It's about my guests. I love being a student, just like all of you out there. I love being a student. And I love talking to people that are so willing to share what their journey has been like, what their trials, what their tribulations, what the challenges have been that they've had to overcome. And I'm telling you, I am so thrilled to be talking today with Tom North. You know, I mean, this is really kind of one of these moments that I I yearn for, where folks like Tom show up and say, look. Let me tell you the shocking truth about yours, mind, and ours. And you're going to, you can hear what that actually means in a minute. You know, but what is it that has called him? And I'm telling you, I'm learning from him because what is it about people that have had a life 
early, early on in childhood, you know, that enables them to take a voice, a message out into the world so that all of you listening to the show can say, oh, my gosh, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. You know, and what is it about, you know, Tom's message that reminds us that we have the freedom to take our lives back, that we really are in choice about what we do with ourselves. Now, I will tell you, you know, here we are, you know, with this award-winning book, right? Best-selling book and the book True North, The Shocking Truth About Yours, Mine, and Ours. It's really a message, as I've read it, to step in to our lives as they were, our lives as they are today, and the possibility of what our lives could be like if we step in to the world of unlimited possibilities. You know, you're going to be able to find out a lot about Tom. You know, I'm so thrilled he's joining me here today to talk about some shocking things. But, you know, I think right now places of compassion, places of empowerment, places of stepping in to a world that is not limited by our past, but that is accelerated and accentuated by what we've learned to overcome and all that has come before. That's why I'm looking forward to talking with Tom. Tom, I could say a lot of things, but I want to get started and welcome you to the show. Thank you for having me on your show, Dr. Pat. It uh, was quite an introduction. Well, you know, I'm going to start off with a question that I pretty much ask everybody uh, over an 11-year period, and it's real simple. It's, you know, given all that you do and all that you are right now, what are some of the challenges that you've had to overcome, move beyond, to bring you to this very moment? Oh, what a great question. You know, the, the, the journey through life is a... Uh, it, it's a series of challenges, mm. and I think that if you're on the planet, you have challenges. Nobody gets off easy as a human being, and I don't care who you are. Um, and and so all of those challenges contribute to who we are in this moment. And I have been blessed. Uh, it, it's kind of a combination of a curse and a blessing. Uh, I've been cursed with with tremendous and, and daunting challenges in my life, and those same curses are also a blessing because it makes me who I am today. Yeah. You know, it does, doesn't it? I mean, I, I know that, you know, for a lot of folks listening to the show, yeah. probably haven't read the book. We're actually going to give a, co- a couple copies of the book away. You know, we're, we're kind of at this place where, you know, I know for myself, I've just started to talk about some things that I grew up with, you know, some things that, you know, at certain parts of my lifetime, you know, really caught me to be stuck. Uh, you know, here's here's what I'd like to know before we really jump into the story here. You know, can you pinpoint times in your life where you were seriously stuck and had a major epiphany? You know, how about maybe a God shot? How about maybe a, a psychic spiritual uh, emergence where a light bulb went on and you said, oh, is that what it is? You know, those are the spectacular moments. Oh. That, that define us and really give us an indication that we're on the right track. Mm. And, you know, we all yearn for them, uh, but they don't come on our schedule. They come on a, a, a bigger, more divine schedule uh, and agenda 
but you're so right. You know, those are those are the defining moments. Um, you, you know, I wanted to, you know, for people that are listening to the show, you know, I want to talk with you about, you know, what this journey has been like and, and, and really sort of, a, you know, a little bit of the backdrop of this. You know, you were one of a large family um, and that large family. Uh, was featured in a, a film, Yours, Mind, and Ours. Uh, and, and, I, and I wanted to talk with you a little bit, if we could sna- step back in time, you know, and talk about where we are, uh, where, where, what was really going on at that point in time. But what was it like to make that film from your recollection? You know, many of us know of the film. We, you know, many of us know about, you know, what we see from the media, but we don't really know, do we? No, we don't. And, you know, it was, it was a very confusing time for me as a child to be raised in a house where there was horrific uh, domestic violence and child abuse. And then for Lucille Ball to come along and say, I want to make a film about the combining of these two large families. And just to give your listeners a, mm-hmm. a brief uh, yeah. background... My mother, Helen North, had eight children. She was a widow. And she married a man named Frank Beardsley, who was a widower, and he had ten children. So eight and ten is ridiculous, but that's what they did. And then within three years, they had two more children. That makes 20. So Lucille Ball wanted to make a film about the combining of these two large families, and she did. So while the children were going through a nightmarish uh, home environment on a daily basis. Here comes Lucille Ball, the queen of comedy, who wants to make a heartwarming, uplifting, entertaining film. Uh, and she did, and it was, it was a wonderful film. I laughed every time I, I watched it. Uh, but it was 180 degrees the other direction of what we were living, and that created a lot of confusion for the children. 180 degrees is is really uh, let, let's just talk about what 180 degrees might look like. You know, on the surface, you know, you you probably look like the families that we see so often or saw so often on television at that time. Right. You know, the shows that had everybody together, everybody happy. What was it that show? The Brady Bunch came out. Uh, everybody yeah. just kind of rolling along. Right. None of the kids right. do anything really wrong, do they? But, boy, there's a reality that happens in an untold story for those of us that grew up in families where it wasn't so nice. You know what I mean? I mean, the word abuse now we can say, but what went on back in that time, there really wasn't a way to really have a child or anyone of a family express anything about that so that people would pay attention. It was there. No, there really wasn't. And there, was no, there were no agencies to turn to at that time. No, I, I want to ask you, what was that like for you emotionally, Tom? I know you talk about this in the book, and we're going to talk more about it. But, you know, what, what was that like emotionally for you? It was confusing, and it was a, uh, an environment in which I imploded. And by the time I was in my teen years, I was suffering from severe depression. Yeah. So emotionally, it was it was just a um, uh, an implosion. I was so confused and so distraught 
over so many different things that were going on in the house that I just uh, I, I I created an inner world and I just hid I hid from the world. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I, I, I also kind of chuckled about here, because I, 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 too, kind of talk about my past in the same way. I mean, the book really is, you know, you invite us to take this journey. And there are some parts of the book, uh, and I will say, you know, painful as they should be, um, but honest and, you know, even a little humor in here. I want to talk with you when you come back about what you've discovered along the way that might take a journey like this. Uh, that is so painful and enable you to be able to come on a show here, speak, take your message out there, even with a little sense of humor. Let's take a short break. We're going to find out from Tom, you know, what was it that his expression through this book, what helped him heal some of this? Uh, Stay tuned, everyone. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start winning the game of life with the unique, incomparable Lynn Brown. Lynn's powerful, transferable tools stem from her success in the very competitive world of sports and business. Since Lynn was one of the top athletes in the United States, she understands really well about the athlete's mind, their challenges, and what athletes need. I have confidence to ask Lynn to take care of my professional team just because of Lynn, her passion, and the power she has. Lynn is passionate about working with kids and with athletes. Her life is a testament to the incredible power of intention to create miracles. Lynn is dedicated to assisting and inspiring leaders with the vision and tools to realize their dreams. And she wants to help you next. Enhance your overall performance and the ability to reach your goals. Bring your game face on. Visit letter R, letter U, intuit.com or call 844-LETTER-B-INTUIT. What does a dentist of the year get? A little plaque. (laughs) Welcome to Smile Big, where we offer cosmetic, restorative, and preventative dentistry. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdenard work hard every day for their clients to be happy to smile with the latest equipment for complete smile restoration for anyone. The sooner you call, the sooner they can help. Call 425-454-4040 or email scheduling at smilebig.com. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. Get insider knowledge about everything that is going on at Transformation Talk Radio. Go to transformationtalkradio.com and enter your email to receive our newsletter. Stay updated on new hosts, inspiring guests, and good news articles from around the world. We look forward to having you join our community.
Ari Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Ari has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. Benny, that song is so perfect. Thank you, Benny. Thank you. My pleasure. Benny's the master. Um, I want to welcome you guys. Uh, Tom, Tom North is joining me here today. Uh, you know, I know that from getting so many emails from you guys over the past 11 years, I know that what we're about to talk about is going to come real close to home. You know, if not for you, for, um, you know, for someone you might know. Uh, but, you know, as Tom, as you were talking about here, um, and I wanted to say to everybody, if you want to find out more about Tom, go to the website, True North by TomNorth.com. Go ahead and check it out. You'll be able to find out about his book, his calendar, resources, his blog, videos, and everything else. Um, first of all, Tom, let me say this. I want to thank you for sharing this story uh, because you and I were talking during the break about depression, and I want to talk about depression right now. Um, you know, the hardest thing for some of us to do that have grown up in families where our parents were depressed or there was abuse or there were, and, and I say abuse in a number of ways. It could be sexual, it could be physical, it could be mental. And there probably is some more uh, energetic abuse. But the thing that I, I want to thank you for is taking the truth and a message out into the world because we are now getting a glimpse of what it's like in the world of someone that's chronically depressed or depressed. And don't you think Robin Williams kind of, you know, represented a scenario that millions and millions of people, you and I, uh, can relate directly to? And and so the 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 the, uh, the tragedy of Robin Williams' death is that he was experiencing a sense of existential isolation. Uh, and he felt so alone in the universe that he couldn't bear that, and so he took his own life. And that wasn't necessary. If if someone had reached out to him and said, "Hey, Robin, you're not alone. There's lots of people who have this this problem of depression, and there are solutions for this." Uh, you know, he might be with us today. Uh, but but he was so existentially alone in the universe, and that's the great tragedy of, of his passing. It it really is. I mean, and those of us that have been down that road, you know, really understand in a deep, deep way what that's about. You know, I was really struck. I was really struck by reading the book, but I was also struck by, you know, the comment that Lucy Ball made um, to your mom, I guess it was. Uh, about what it was like. I mean, when you are making the movie, uh, I guess I, I guess she came out and spent some time with you guys. And, you know, whether it's an intuitive hit or an insight or whatever it is, she had something to say about that visit, didn't she? Yes, she did. 
So, so what happened, of course, as actors will often go to the uh, the location and learn the character that they're going to play in a film. Uh, so Lucille Ball came to Carmel and wanted to meet my mother and stepfather and learn something about the family. And she really wasn't prepared for what she walked into. Uh, and it was she met my mother and stepfather, and very soon afterwards, she took my mother aside and she said, you keep that man away from me. Mm. Because she picked up on his energy right away. And, uh, you know, we haven't spoken much about, you know, who he was and what he was, but he was, in the words of my younger sister, he was an ultraviolet, alcoholic, misogynistic pedophile, which are some really bad words to string together. Right. But right. that's what he was, and that's what we had to deal with on a daily basis. You know, there's a picture in the book, Tom, if I could, uh, you know, and, and uh, folks, I'm going to give you, uh, we're going to give a couple of copies of this book away because it's so important to really get an understanding of what this is like for yourselves in order to heal and for others. But there's a picture in the book, and I'm trying to remember where it is. I think it was it was right before, um, you know, you talk about the 25-cent solution. It's a picture of yeah. you in the book at age 15. I am so struck by that picture, and it's, it's, I have to tell you, it is haunting to me. But at the same time, I have a picture of myself at around 11 that is very, very similar to that. And, and I'm looking at the picture, and I'm looking at you, and I could just see it in your eyes. And I, I just wanted to chat with you for a minute about that picture and why you included it in the book. So I'm going to go to that that picture right now mm -hmm. and that is the 25 cent solution yeah and yeah I'm almost there yeah so the 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 yeah that is the the picture of it's kind of the deer in the in the headlights yeah. picture yeah and there's a look of uh you know the what i see in that picture is um a uh, uh, there, there's a there's a phrase I use in the book where uh, I talk about <clears throat> being the the deer at the pond, and you know the deer reaches down and takes a sip of, of the pond and then looks up and looks around to see if there's a predator nearby, and that's the way I lived my life uh, because there was always a predator nearby and that was Frank Beardsley, mm -hmm. and I think that was pretty well captured in that picture. It's on page uh, 80, Eight. right next to page 83. Yeah, it is very, very telling. And, you know, what's interesting, uh, this is really so close to home for me. I hope I can, I can ask you and talk to you about it. What's interesting in the picture is a crucifixion on the wall. Um, and, and, you know, it's so striking to me to be able to see both of those images in the picture with such a powerful, powerful message. Um, but I don't think anyone can really understand what this journey was like for you unless they do read this book. I mean, the shocking truth is an understatement. Once you read this book, you are really taking us inside uh, of some very, very, very damaging dynamics, not just for you, but everyone in the family. Can I ask you, how was it, or maybe, maybe this isn't true, has the family healed? What, what was done, you know, from your point of view about this? 
the interesting thing about healing is that it's an ongoing process. I know. And it's, and it's a daily process. And, and so uh, there are uh, two chapters towards the, the uh, about two-thirds of the way through the book, uh, chapters 26 and 27, which deal with the family therapy sessions. And that was the first attempt at a formal healing of the family. And so I organized a family therapy session uh, for the family, and I sent out a letter to everyone inviting everyone to come. And, and so it was a very, very uh, dramatic and very productive uh, series of events. And we ended up going 10 hours on a Saturday and 10 hours on a Sunday, uh, just marathon sessions of, of uh, therapy because there was so much to work on. And everyone who attended got a tremendous amount out of it. But in respect to your question, that was the first formal attempt at uh, a healing of the family wounds. Yeah. And you know, what we found mm-hmm. is that when you empty the closets of all the skeletons and ghosts that dwell there, if you don't fill that space with a positive energy, those ghosts and skeletons will come back. Mm. And so the North family, since the time of the therapy sessions and since the time of my mother's passing, which was in the year 2000, mm-hmm. uh, we have gotten together every two to three years to, as for a family reunion to create a positive history to fill those spaces. Hmm. You know, I, I want to talk about this when we come back. You know what happens sometimes, and I know this happened in my journey growing up, same thing with abuse. Um, People ask, well, why didn't your mom stop it? You know, why didn't your sister, your older sister, do something about it? You know, why didn't people do something about it? Well, I would like to talk with you about that when we come back because, you know, so often we look at situations like this, Anger rages in, you know, many people. We become traumatized. And, you know, there is a message here of what we need to do uh, to move beyond or recognize childhood trauma of the many, many layers, as Tom talks about. When we come back, we'll be talking about what do family members know? What do they do? What don't they do? And then what we can do. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. My very special guest today, Tom North. The book is True North, The Shocking Truth About Yours, Mine, and Ours. When we come back, I would love to give our first copy away, Benny. But right now, let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Leslie Fontaine with Sheer Alchemy on Transformation Talk Radio, and here's your tip of the day. When it comes to positive thinking and the law of attraction, many of us could say, been there, done that, read the book. So what happened if we didn't get there, didn't achieve the goal, didn't step into our abundance? Typically, there are some core wounds and core fears that keep us from stepping out. We also have energies in our ancestral lines, our cultural and family codes, and even agreements that keep us in check. So let me challenge you. When you had the desire that burned in your soul, what happened? How did discouragement set in? Why did you stop? What came up for you? 
Whose voices? Listen, there's hope, but it does not come from suppressing the energy that's within you. We all know it's going to spill out somewhere. So join me on Transformation Talk Radio and Cure Alchemy, and we're going to find out how we can shift you into the intentions that can manifest for you. Are you ready to move past limiting beliefs and unconscious obstacles that are holding you back from financial prosperity? Do you want to be free from debt and that feeling of being disempowered? Mary Jane Allen is a financial healer and joy creation specialist who uses her unique set of tools included in her financial healing process to help her clients move past those beliefs and fears. For more information and to contact Mary Jane, visit her website, manifestyourlifedream.com and begin your financial healing process today. Tune in to Psychic Cup of Coffee with Kelly Sutliff every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Kelly is a 14-year veteran of psychic ability, and she offers inspiration and comfort to those dealing with grief when they have lost a loved one, and also shares with people that the psychic world is very real. Call 1-800-930-2819 during the show with your questions and visit PsychicMediumKelly.com. That's PsychicMediumKelly.com. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you are ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. Thank you, Benny. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, Benny, let's give our first copy of the book True North away. I'd love to give it to our first caller. All you need to do is just give us a shout. Say hi to Benny or Taylor and 1-800-930-2819. Toll free, 1-800-930-2819. Let's give us a shout, and we'd love to give a copy of the book away to the first caller calls into the show. The book is True North. It's the shocking truth about yours, mine, and ours. It is an inspirational story of, of, of survival and hope. Uh, it's also uh, a book that is requiring for many who read it, like I have, it is a requirement to have a call to action, you know, to help whatever is going on with our youth uh, right now or people that have grown up, adults now that have grown up with trauma because there is a way to heal and there is th- there are things to do. And, Tom, we're going to talk about that as well. You know, before the break, I made a comment about, okay, why didn't our mom stop it? You know what I mean? It's like, why didn't your mom stop I, I get asked that question a million times. Well, first of all, my mom was in no condition to stop it. But, why didn't, you know, why didn't your sister do something? Why didn't your aunt who was caring, why didn't these people do something about it? And don't you get asked that question? 
I do. And, and you know, the, the, the question that precedes all of that was, what was she thinking to take her, to take her eight children into such a dangerous environment and literally abandon them there? And, and so her relatives, my aunt, uh, who is still alive at the age of 94, and uh, was so good to us as children, and she told my mother, don't marry this man. Uh, it will be the worst thing in the world for you wow. and your children. And, and so uh, my mother wouldn't hear of it. Uh, and I think that she was stuck in a box and that box was her Catholic education from the World War II years. Mm. And that was a time when people were expected to sacrifice and to everything was done for the greater good of the, the larger number of people, society at large. And so my mother grew up in that time, and it really formed her as a person. And so she was, when it, when it came to making an intelligent decision, she was always thinking about, you know, um, what's the best thing for everybody involved? And so she, she made irrational decisions, and no one could tell her otherwise. Mm. Well, you know, part of this, when we look at, you know, the conversation about irrational decisions, um, we have so many that are done. You know what I mean? In life, we look at that. Um, but once you get in the situation, you know, once a parent, you know, like your mom is in the situation, I think we've learned over time that, you know, once you're in it, boy, it is near impossible to try to get out of it. Right. It's a really tough call. You know, um, going back to your question of, you know, why, why did she do what she did and, and why didn't she, uh, intervene to save us from Frank Beardsley? You know, eventually, she became so worn down by the daily stress of raising 20 children and uh, having had two more after losing her husband, and, and she was, again, she was depressed. And so not only did she make irrational decisions, but she eventually began feeding the children to Frank Beardsley to save herself. And psychologists will tell you this is not uncommon in women who suffer from traumatic stress disorder. Mm. Let's talk about post-traumatic stress disorder for a minute, if we could, because I think it's a real important conversation. You know, I was chatting with someone the other day, and I said to them, I said, you know, I, I, I wonder you know, what we're doing to help the children that were born in the era of 9-11. You know, maybe the young folks that were born in the year of 9-11, you know, that had to go to school, that had to live in a state of fear, um, you know, that had to do with uh, an era that we grew up in where they were completely infiltrated with levels of fear. And honestly, at a, at a global level, we have not really acknowledged that. You know, people say, well, that was then, this is now. Don't you feel like we, we get up against, Tom, in our society, not so much compassion for what people experience in the past, almost like we live in a society of just suck it up and let's move on with our lives. And, and so that is unfortunately the case. But what 
the data tells us is that we can't just suck it up and get on with our lives. We carry with us those traumatic stresses from childhood or whatever stage of our lives we were at when we incurred those stresses, and they stay with us unless we do something intentionally and actively to help ourselves. Uh, and But we do live in a society that denies the uh, the stresses that we accumulate over the, the course of our lives. Uh, and we have to just stop and look around and say, no, we're not going to do it that way. We're going to do it differently. We're going to heal this, and we're going to heal it now. And that's why I wrote the book. Hmm. Um, you know, the question would come up, given the size of your family, right? Uh, yeah. How is has that, have all the family members taken this journey with you? You know, and and so the reason that I'm bringing it up is because you know what what I don't think that people might people might not understand this right. They might not understand that you know there's a conversation that has to happen with the other family members, and if you're in a situation like this, a scenario like this. There might be family members that say, no, I don't want to dig up my past. No, don't write that book, Tom. Tom, don't write that book. Uh, and I'm just curious about, you know, the family members uh, and, and your conversation with the rest of the family. Yes, yeah, so that's a fantastic question, uh, Pat. And, and so this takes us back quite a ways to when I was 22 years old when my healing journey began was when I began to practice Transcendental Meditation. And so I learned TM, and that very day, I began to recover from the severe depression that I experienced for all those years prior. And, and so I went home, and my younger sister, I went home to visit the kids, and my younger sister was going out on a date, and I commented on how attractive she looked. I gave her a, com- uh, a compliment, and she looked at me, and she said, what did you just say? because a compliment was something that just didn't happen in the Beardsley household. And so uh, she said, something's different about you. What have you done? And I said, well, this morning I learned to practice TM. And she said, I want that. You're different. I want that. And eventually 11 family members learned to practice TM because they saw the dramatic changes that occurred in in myself and then in my sister and other family members uh, as they began to practice TM. So it was a very powerful, very very, uh, transformative experience. And then, of course, we had, later on, we had the therapy sessions. And the therapy sessions were wonderful in giving everyone an opportunity to deal with some of the traumas that they had experienced in their early lives. And, And so that was also transformative for different family members. But what I've observed over the years is that everyone has their own timetable for dealing with their own issues. And you are absolutely right, Pat. There's a lot of the family, in fact, there's 15 of them, who say, why did you write that book? I sure wish you hadn't written that book. I don't want to look at those things. And and I've I've tried to bury them my whole adult life. Why are you doing this? And, And there's only five of us who say, this story needs to be told. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is very telling, isn't it? And so, you know, beyond 
you know, having to make the decision, right, uh, of, of taking this message of writing the book. Uh, you really do have to make these decisions in conjunction with, you know, family dynamics that may or may not agree about the action that you're going to take. You know, I, this is an important message, but I really want to know for, from your perspective, Tom, why was this so significant for you to be able to write this book, to tell this story? You know, what is it that went on inside of you to say, boy, I've got to do this, and this is why? So, so as, a, <clears throat> excuse me, as a function of the, the family therapy sessions, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me there, um, as a result of the family therapy sessions, there were some of us who agreed never to support the fantasy of yours, mine, and ours ever again. <clears throat> and so in subsequent social conversation, when people would ask me how similar to real life was the film, if it was appropriate, I would tell them the real story. And they would say, oh, that's a book. You have to write a book. And I dismissed that right away. I said, no, I'm not writing a book about that. But over the years, several of these people came back to me and said, you know, based on what you shared with me about your family therapy sessions, I went and addressed issues in my own family, and I got resolution, and I want to thank you for sharing. And I realized this story is helping people. And that was when I made the decision to sit down and write the book, and that was in 2008. Um, you know, it's really kind of, you know, the conversation about, you know, how we go uh, 360 degrees, you know, how we come around and what the message is. We're going to take a short break for those of you out there um, would love to uh, get a copy of the book. 1-800-930-2819. We'll take the first caller. When we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, where do we go from here? We've, we've written the book. We're out in the world. You know, what is it? that we want to bring to the world we live in today. You know, are we looking at an epidemic of abuse? Some of it really untold. The dynamics of it go far beyond uh, what we could even imagine, especially in the world of technology. And what can we say, what can Tom share with people that, that are living in this situation or know others living in a situation like this? We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. I need someone that I'll look to in the lonely hour that we all go through. Tired of traditional talk? People pontificating about this or that, the left or the right. Sometimes the truth is just all lost in the noise. Tune in each week to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, as nationally known guests talk about what's important to you, your life, your concerns, and your success. Tune in and turn on to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher. Visit ChuckGallagher.com for more information. Hi, this is David Zarza. And Philip Zarza. And we're the Sophisticated Guys. And we're here with your tip of the week. Feeling trapped in life, like you're just going through the motions, but not loving where you're at? This week's Sophisticated Tip is to reconnect you with your heart's desire. It's not just a cheesy saying. It's actually a vital part of a wholehearted life, to know your heart's desire. Start by asking yourself, what do I most want today? Or... 
What do I need most today? Then allow the answer to come to you. Don't try to have your mind answer it. When you get the answer, though, follow through with it completely. In a couple of weeks, you'll be totally clear about what your heart wants. Learn more or schedule a session by visiting GetSophisticated.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-P-H-I-S-T-I-G-A-Y-T-E-D.com. And call 206-420-8660. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Pat. I know you've heard my friend and colleague, John G. Sutton, on my show. Well, guess what? He is now going to be a regular each month. I know many of you have experienced John live on air and how absolutely incredibly accurate he has been. So guess what? He's going to be joining us every month. For those of you that want to find out more about John and schedule your amazing session, go to psychicworld.net. Don't forget to stay tuned and tune in for John G. Sutton on the Dr. Pat Show every month. Wondering how to make more confident strategy for retirement? Do you know that there are potentially more than 12 things to consider when planning for or approaching retirement? Then stop wondering and attend the retirement seminar hosted by Jeff Packman, financial advisor with Packman Brown and Associates, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated in Bellevue, Washington. Call 425-372-4813 for a formal invitation to the next seminar on November 5th from 6.30 to 8 p.m., Light hors d'oeuvres and beverages will be provided. This is an informational event. There is no cost or obligation. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Tune in each Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio to Limelight Radio with Katina Macris. This is an inspirational, cutting-edge radio show educating worldwide listeners on a diversity of Lyme disease-related topics. Each week, Katina will interview some of the world's leaders in health, wellness, spirituality, and human potential. For more information, visit LimeLightRadio.com. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. In the lonely hour, I need you, I need you. Hey, everybody, welcome back. You know, I'm so thrilled to be having a conversation with, uh, you know, Tom, Tom North. The book is True North, and it is a shocking truth about yours, mind, and ours. But I will tell you that this book, you could have snatched this book out of the headlines of the world we live in today. You know, there is a reason that, you know, our pop culture is so enamored with stories about pedophiles. I mean, just look at uh, Law and Order SVU. I don't know what gazillion year this is for that show, 15th or something. But there's something in, in us that gets tuned in, plugged in 
to what goes on in the world of abuse. Uh, and, you know, there's so many people that do relate to it. But up until recently, no one was really talking about it. You know, I think Oprah finally came out and, you know, some people behind her talked about it. You know, my friend Rhonda Britton talked about it in her life. And now we have Tom, Tom North, talking about it. But the conversation is a conversation with a purpose. And Tom, thank you for joining me here today. Um, it is a conversation with a purpose and you have a purpose. You, you have a mission um, to be able to talk about this. Do you think that we've learned in the day and age? I mean, you know, that we live in. Aren't you amazed at the interest in a show like Law & Order SVU? Well, I think that there's a lot of benefit that can come from that. And, and I think there is a growing social awareness of this issue and that something has to be done about it. And something is being done about it through organizations like CASA, which is Court-Appointed Special Advocates for Children. And uh, many of the organizations that support uh, women who experience domestic violence and need some place to go to get away from it. So I think that there is a lot of progress being made, but we also have a growing list of, of social stresses. Um, you know, economic stresses often express themselves in a family context through frustration, which results in violence. And who gets the worst of that? The children, the spouse. Uh, it really is a, a huge challenge for our culture and our society, and it's something that, that we ignore at our peril. And so there are those of us who are putting attention on it and saying, hey, we need to do something about this, and we need to do something now. You know, so let's talk about this in the world we live in today. I mean, I, I'm fascinated by, you know, how long Law & Order SVU has been on. I mean, most of the other Law & Order shows have just gone by the wayside, but that one's still kicking and screaming. You know, uh, you know we're now living in a world where um, abuse has gone beyond, you know, the, the, the home now. You know, we live in a world of technology. We live in a world where, you know, the, the ability to threaten someone, to keep silent, is so prevalent. You know, guilt and shame. I mean, when you and I were probably growing up, I know when I was growing up, I never had to really, I don't think we had to worry about, well, am I being videotaped? Is that videotape now going to be held over my head if I open my mouth? Who's going to have right. that videotape? What do we do with it now in social media? I mean, the world has gotten way complicated and confusing for people that are in this abusive situation, don't you think? Well, I do, and, and I think it's a, it's a real call to keep your life simple. Yeah. Uh, because if you start complicating your life and making videos of yourself doing things that you wouldn't want your mom to watch, well, maybe you don't want to make that video in the first mm -hmm. place. Because this can end up in the public domain. Exactly. You, you know, have you think we've made strides here? Do you think maybe have we made have we made any strides here? I I, I want to ask you because you know you're seriously active in the world here. You know, have we made strides here in kind of putting the lid on abuse? You know, or or, or at least taking the lid off of it so people can come at. You know, do do people that are in abusive situation get people's get others' attention? People that matter. I I think that the key there is raising consciousness, 
And if we can raise the collective consciousness of our entire society, of our whole culture, Mm -hmm. we will see these problems of domestic violence and child abuse simply fall by the wayside because people will be more aware and and so it's a, it's a day by day evolutionary process. I know that the TM organization has been, in conjunction with the David Lynch Foundation, has been going into inner city schools uh, all over the country, and they've taught tens of thousands of students and the staff and the faculty and the parents how to practice TM. And what they're finding is that, that those children are going from the very bottom of the academic standings to the, the very top. And, and they're finding that they are less stressed and they have uh, a better home life because their parents are meditating. And so there's a lot that, that is very positive that's going on in our culture. It's just that there's so much to do. It's a very, very daunting, very big task. Mm. It is a daunting task, but you know, you really are uh, symbolic. You know, you are the symbol of hope for so many people because you are sharing it, because you are doing something about, you know, taking a message out into the world. Um, I want to ask you a a question. I know we have about three or four minutes left. How receptive are people these days that you speak in front of? How receptive are people to hearing this message? You know, the wonderful thing, uh, Dr. Pat, is that is that when I go speak to uh, rotary clubs and public service organizations and um, uh, CASA chapters all over the state and all over the country, what I find is that it touches a nerve in people, and they say, you know, I didn't have such a great childhood either, and I appreciate your bringing this out into the open because now I don't feel so alone. Now I don't feel so isolated. And that's what child abuse and, and domestic violence does to people. It, it creates a sense of isolation and, and aloneness in the world. And that's what I'm trying to do is to break through that and to tell people you're not alone. You can take the broken pieces of your life and put them back together and become a happy, healthy, productive human being. You simply have to want to and take the necessary steps. And so people are very, very receptive because what they see in my book is their own life. I certainly did. Um, I want to thank you. I mean, thank you, thank you, thank you so much um, for taking a very powerful message out into the world because especially in your case where on the surface people would look at you and think, oh, my God, this is the perfect family. Look at them. They had a movie made about them multiple times. I mean, how could anything possibly be wrong? And so you had to truly move beyond, first of all, a perception that all is good and all is well. Uh, Take your story out into the world and heal. I want to ask you one last question, Tom, if I could. What's your personal message? And thank you for being here today. You're welcome. You know, my personal message is is to people that, that you are not alone. Uh, you can get help. In fact, in the back of, of True North, the shocking truth of yours, mine, and ours, there is a resource guide. And if you need or want help, you can find it there. So, uh, but the message is that you can be a happy, healthy, productive human being. 
You simply have to recognize that you're not alone, and you can do this, but it will take help. Wow. Thank you. Tom, give out your website. Let folks know how they can find out more about you, and thank you again for joining us here today. You're welcome. And, and so the website is truenorthbytomnorth.com, and in it you will find the resource guide and inspirational messages and a lot of uh, responses from readers. And I thank you so much for having me on your show, Dr. Pat. Anytime, Tom. Thank you for a very, very powerful message. For those of you out there, if you want to find out more about us or if you missed any part of this amazing show, go ahead and go to the trans- uh, go to transformationtalkradio.com or you can also go to the drpatshow.com. Uh, and this show will be up and also replayed later on today on transformationtalkradio.com if you've missed any part of that. Uh, follow us on Facebook, The Dr. Pat Show, Twitter, The Dr. Pat Show. And remember that you are a divine and beautiful person. Don't let anything happen in your past. Don't let anything happen in your future. Take that away from you. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistique Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start winning the game of life with the unique, incomparable Lynn Brown. Lynn's powerful, transferable tools stem from her success in the very competitive world of sports and business. Since Lynn was one of the top athletes in the United States, she understands really well about the athlete's mind, their challenges, and what athletes need. I have confidence to ask Lynn to take care of my professional team just because of Lynn, her passion, and the power she has. Lynn is passionate about working with kids and with athletes. Her life is a testament to the incredible power of intention to create miracles. Lynn is dedicated to assisting and inspiring leaders with the vision and tools to realize their dreams. And she wants to help you next. Enhance your overall performance and the ability to reach your goals. Bring your game face on. Visit letter R, letter U, intuit.com or call 844-LETTER-B-INTUIT. What does a dentist of the year get? A little plaque. <laughs> Welcome to Smile Big, where we offer cosmetic, restorative, and preventative dentistry. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdenard work hard every day for their clients to be happy to smile with the latest equipment for complete smile restoration for anyone. The sooner you call, the sooner they can help. Call 425-454-4040 or email scheduling at smilebig.com. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. Get insider knowledge about everything that is going on at Transformation Talk Radio. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com and enter your email to receive our newsletter. Stay updated on new hosts, inspiring guests, and good news articles from around the world. We look forward to having you join our community.
Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. 